Are you ready? 12 games on day 2 of the NBA season, Kristaps Porzingis excels in his Celtics debut, Zion Williamson has 2 dunks of the year, and the Pacers score the most points on opening night in 33 years. I'm Alexander Jay, and this is Beeble Bites, a daily NBA show. Welcome to October 25th. Today's episode is sponsored by Learn to Go with Basketball. Check out the link in the show notes for some free preview chapters to see if you can learn how to code with basketball. The first game in Madison Square Garden was a thriller. This new look Boston Celtics team winning by 4, 108 to 104. Tatum had 34 points, 11 rebounds, but it was Kristaps Porzingis who was the focus of this game. The Zinger with 15 points in the first quarter and then nine in a row late in the fourth, including a three to take the lead with a minute 30 remaining. Porzingis finished with 30 points, eight rebounds and four blocks. For the Knicks, RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly both had 24 at home in the garden. The Knicks going on a 13-2 run to start the final quarter, but they couldn't hold on. The Mavericks came from behind late in the third to beat San Antonio in Victor Wembenyama's debut, 126-119. Wemby's first two scoring shots were actually both three-pointers, and he picked up an early block against Kyrie Irving as well to send the crowd in San Antonio into a frenzy before finding himself in foul trouble. The number one pick finishing with 15 points in just 23 minutes. Devin Vassell was also very good for the Spurs with 23. However, Luka Doncic's triple-double on opening night, 33 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists, inspired the Mavs to rally late and keep momentum. Kyrie had 22, while Derek Lively II had 16 points, 10 rebounds, a double-double on debut for the rookie. Tim Hardaway Jr. was also pretty impactful with 17 for the Mavs in this game as well. The final quarter of the Hornets and Hawks season opener was a high-scoring affair. 75 points total in the fourth. The Hornets' eventual winners won 16 to 110. PJ Washington top-scored for Charlotte with 25, while Terry Rogier had 24. And LaMelo Ball finished with 15 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds after a poor start. He missed all his first 8 attempts in the first half. The number 2 overall pick Brandon Miller had 8 of his 13 points in debut in the final period, including a 3 to give the Hornets the lead with 4 minutes to go. Sophomore Jalen Johnson shot 9 of 13 for a career-high 21 points for Atlanta. Trey Young had a pretty disastrous shooting night. He finished 4 of 19, but got to the line 15 times for 23 points in defeat. There was almost zero defense played in the 143-120 Indiana win over the Washington Wizards. Bruce Brown Jr. top scored for the Pacers with 24 on debut for Indiana, while Tyrese Halliburton had 20 points and 11 assists. Cole Kuzma got his 25 points in 25 minutes. Cole Anthony scored 20 off the bench to top score for Orlando as they took care of the rebuilding Houston Rockets, 116-86 the final score. Franz Wagner chipped in with 19, while three Rockets all scored 14 points. That's Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Vliet, and Alperen Sengun. You don't often get to see a highlight block often, so as that guy that only plays defense in his rec league, I feel obligated to share this dominant stop by Jonathan Isaac on Jalen Green at the end of the third. Shout out to my warehouse team, The Brick Show, who only lost by 40 points last night. Donovan Mitchell made a three with 13 seconds remaining to beat the Nets by a single point, 114 to 113. Mitchell, who finished with 27 points, also had 5 rebounds, 6 assists, and 4 steals. Brooklyn's Cam Thomas set an NBA record for the most points off a bench in a season opener with 36, while Mikael Bridges scored 20 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals for the Nets. My Toronto Raptors upset the Minnesota Timberwolves 97-94 in Canada. Minnesota's Anthony Edwards scored the first 10 points for the Wolves before Toronto's transition game really stepped up in the third quarter, leading to a 10-point lead that they would never give back. Dennis Schroeder had 22 points and 7 assists in his first game as a Raptor. Scotty Barnes, damn near had a 5x5. He finished with 17 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 2 steals. While OG Ananobi also had 20 points, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. 
For the Wolves, Ant would finish with 26 after scoring 18 in the first half. Rudy Gobert anchored the defense with 15 points, 13 rebounds, and 2 blocks, and Cat had a nice 19.10 rebound game. There was really funny scenes at the end of this one where Scotty Barnes found himself wide open under the hoop with time expiring, and he wasn't really sure if scoring was disrespectful with the lead they had. I'll put the clip up here. It's very funny. The Miami Heat almost blew a 19-point lead to the worst team in the league, eventually beating Detroit by a single point, 103-102. Cade Cunningham looked legit in his return from injury, scoring 30 points to go along with 9 assists. And Jalen Duran also had a great night, 17 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 blocks. Pistons had 4 attempts to take the lead in the last minute, the final attempt by Cade varying just wide as time expired. Bam had 22, and Butler 19 points, 13 rebounds for Miami in the win. Zion Williamson is back. He scored 23 points, 4 of them coming on back-to-back -back dunk of the year contenders. I'll let the clip play while I talk about this game. CJ McCollum led the Pels with 24 points as they beat the wounded Grizzlies 111-104. The Grizzlies, who were out-rebounded in the contest by 15 boards, still found some scoring through Desmond Baines' 31, and both Marcus Smart and Xavier Tillman picking up 17 points apiece. The young OKC squad was too good for the Bulls in the 4th, 124-104. My MVP pick, Shea Gildas-Alexander, had 31 points, 10 rebounds. Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams both chipping in with 16. Chet Holmgren scored 11 points at center on his delayed debut, but saw a bit of a center-on-center -center violence when Andre Drummond, of all people, crossed him over and laid it in. We even saw two minutes of Alexei Pokashevsky at the end of this contest too, so nice. DeMar DeRozan had 20 points in the loss at home for Chicago. The Kings kept the early lead against the Jazz, final score 130-114 to 114 to Sacramento. Harrison Barnes top scored with 33, Sabonis chipping in 22 and 12 in victory, while Jordan Clarkson led the Jazz with 24. Also, I just need a single excuse to show this Malik Monk poster, so here it is. On the break. And in the late game, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard combined for 50 to beat Portland at home. Westbrook flirted with a triple-double, Bones Highland also had 17. I clearly didn't finish my notes because I don't even have the final score here, but it wasn't that close. Today's NBA Average Player of the Day is Indiana's Bruce Brown Jr., as voted by the people over at NBA Average on Instagram. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Learning to code isn't hard, you just need to stick with it. I've been wanting to upskill so I can reach a higher salary in my job, but I'm a kind of person that needs to be motivated to learn. I found the book Learn to Code with Basketball by Nathan Braun and immediately realized this was the perfect activity for my learning style. Nathan pretty easily explains new data analytics terms to teach you the basics of Python and modeling using real-world NBA data. There is plenty of appendix files to muck around in too, so it's not just all reading. It's super engaging, and I'm already creating heat map graphics that I might use for some future sports media content this year. I enjoyed the preview chapters so much, I reached out to Nathan directly to see if he would sponsor the show. But if you don't believe me, take it from ESPN's Bill Connolly, who called it really, really well done. 